being on the subject of calamari, if I was to say my favorite aquatic animal, I would say, <laughs> I would say it's a carp. Oh, you never would have said the Bible. I, I like. So what was your favorite Bible book? then? The so that wait, keep going. I'm training my AI voice from this. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Season nine, nine, episode three of, of the, the Whales, Whales Are Whales podcast. Pod season nine, episode three of the Whales Are Whales pod. I just I, felt left out. Yeah, I, I cast like the so that sincerely had the effect of hearing my voice played back while yeah. I was recording something yeah. live. Because I was so kind I of following to... your lead and then you started <laughs> yeah. going weird on it. Um, Just enough we, of a delay to really throw you off. We have, fi <laughs> yep. we have finally finished our merging into the same person. Um, the true brother that been Kelly. Coming? That's, been a, that's been a while, right? Uh, it's about been a three years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I have finally shrunk down a year and a half, and Brian has grown a year and a half. We yep. are the same age. <laughs> um, Wait, hold on. Are you guys exactly three years apart, or did you pass each other and become each other's age? Ooh. These are questions I'm not prepared to discuss. Okay. Welcome to our show, Ben. Hey, thank you for welcoming me. Welcome you, Stephen. <laughs> hey, thanks thank for you. saying my name. And, of course, Brian. Um, so, Cameron, You're, I, You as didn't you even, might... like, give me a chance. <laughs> like, just, of course, Brian, like... Whatever. Who cares about him? Well, I'm sorry. You're a staple, here. and like you, you get. I was lots not of here last time. month. I am not a staple. Oh, you know what? That's a that's that's true. We missed you very very deeply. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank I was you, actually Benjamin. just gonna say that about Cameron. Oh, um, because Cameron Cameron's is no not here. A staple. He's dead. Oh, I guess he. I guess he's lost his staple privileges. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure how it works, but yeah, uh, we were talking about <clears throat> this before we started recording. And it's really weird to not have Cameron here. Like, yeah. he is the staple. He is the glue. He is the wind beneath our various wings. Mm -hmm. um, it's just odd to. I feel be doing like this. the poetic resonance of those three things is really like uh, out of proportion. <laughs> There's staple, glue, and wind beneath wings. Like, <laughs> yeah. one of these things don't fit the category. <laughs> yeah, like I, I love staple a staples and glue. They're so good at holding things together. And yeah. like wind doesn't hold anything together; it blows things mm. apart. It very much is the odd man out. Mm. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, ben, I think if you were a glue, you would be glitter glue. I yeah. think Brian, if you were a glue, you'd be Elmer's glue. Actually, can we go off on a tangent for a second? Well, I'm not done. Okay. Okay. Cameron was yeah. glue. I think he'd be super glue. Okay, what would you just be? like? Gorilla glue. Is there a difference? I don't know. What are the I kind thought of they were the same. There? I thought Gorilla Glue was a brand of super glue. Crazy Glue? Is that a thing? Ah, uh, this is getting a little deeper. There's the crackle. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I would be. Okay, yes. now I'm done. Ben, please interrupt and go on a tangent. You you said I would be Glitter Glue. Um, yeah. I was talking to my roommate earlier today, and he told hmm. me that there's a friend of his that I... Uh, we, like, this friend... So roommate's friend and i played video games uh, played games together i think maybe two times about three years ago mm -hmm. i don't remember this person i try to like hang out with everyone right like, like more people mm -hmm. the better yeah. extroverts life totally my my roommate told me that this friend doesn't this friend of his doesn't like me thinks i'm annoying because i'm too chipper maybe he <laughs> listens to the podcast I Maybe mean, he's a listener. 
I Man. that would be that would be horrifying. Um, uh-huh. yeah, yeah uh, I I was like, oh wait, is this your friend like name redacted that was just a wet blanket the whole time we played? He's like, yeah, that's his general demeanor. I was like, okay, yeah. well maybe I'm not for everyone, but I mean, so too here's chipper, the important, like, what here's an, the important what weird... question. Okay, you, Ben, did you dislike this friend because he was too not chipper? I think he was actively throwing water on my parade, you know? Okay, so you like, did dislike I think him. He, I think he decided that I was annoying fairly quickly, and yeah. so by the end of it, I was like, okay, he's not my favorite person to play with, but I will play with him, like, yeah. like especially if we need people, and or he, like, the if the activity is playing with a group of friends and he happens to be there, like, sure, I'm going to take it up. I just won't right. play one-on-one with him. So, like, yeah. I guess that's as strong of a dislike of, of, of a person as I can get unless they politically disagree with me. Ah. Yeah, I mean, see, you're just a very generous and open person in in general, Ben. So I feel like your wet blanket radar is probably pretty accurate. Um, I mean, maybe it's just like there are just some people who like it is so much easier to say no to things than it is to say yes. Like saying no requires no energy, and I think saying yes just offers more enjoyment in well, life. That, and so, that like, depends if you're a people pleaser. Oh, I guess that, that's I guess true. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would don't also know, for- just like I would like to just very briefly mention that saying no requires no energy is Cameron's motto in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's if I don't want to do it, I'm not gonna, and that's a va- perfectly valid way to live. But yeah. like, I don't know, it's like why he's I not like saying today. yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He said absolutely not. So but then, anyway, what is yeah. the last thing that you said no to? Uh, when I was pressed really hard. I said that I did actively did not want to go eat Mexican food. Oh, why? Because like I try to be nonplussed about basically everything. There's very few foods that I like. There's basically no foods I won't eat. And especially if it's, hey, we're all going out as a group to X place. I'm never going to say no. But one of my partners was very specifically like, hey, I really want to go to Mexican today. And I was like, you know what? I actively do not can we just choose something else? And like, is this like, a yeah, general strong dislike of Mexican food, or were you not feeling it like at that? No, time? I uh, Mexican food is always going to be in the bottom twenty percent of huh. like things I would choose to do. Like, well, it's, it's, you it's, do it, live in like the Midwest to East, so maybe it's not very good up there. Have you had like no, Texas Mexican fact, food? I don't know that I've specifically had Tex-Mex, okay. but like. I don't know. Mexican, like it's Mexican spices. It's the excessive okay. amount of beans and the sloppy mm. tortillas. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of it. You're making me so hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever come visit, I'll have my dad cook his carne asada and guacamole and see if he can convert you. Cause it's good. Maybe stuff. it's just Mexican restaurants. I just yeah, feel Mexican like most restaurant Mexican restaurants is, can be really bland and uninspiring. I mean, I mm-hmm. totally get Does that. Does Cameron but, have a strong opinion about Mexican food? Do we know this about him? That's actually mm. a good question i, don't I just know wonder if, if there would be somebody like screaming at me right now that i'm wrong i mean the problem is i'm just too reasonable it's one of my favorite foods ever so i should be screaming at you honestly oh but interesting would be yeah that is, that that is that a role. very measured response brian so, yeah well I, i'm i'm actually holding back even more than brian yeah. because i also adore mexican food um but i can't eat it because of my dietary restrictions so oh, okay. explaining yeah. tortillas and beans and so tomato Steven, maybe, sauce. Maybe we and... should just be unloading on Ben right now. Um, do I it. I do guess, it. but I, I feel like Ben has already had a hard enough time yeah. with his mean friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> so a, that's a good point. Think, he or his mean acquaintance. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. no, I, for me, it's just that I, it, and again, I will never say no to Mexican if everyone's right. going, um, yeah. but because it was just me and my partner, I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I will just like, I'll go with mm-hmm. it. But like, again, there, I try to be nonplussed about basically yeah. anything. I try not to right. be a downer. Like if, if someone says right. X, I love X thing. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm are you with saying, you until the ben, end. Are you saying Ben that you're a chipper? Yeah, I, I do in fact <laughs> think I'm chipper. I mean, I, just, I have to I agree with that. But that's a valid too chipper. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't think that's a valid reason to dislike someone, right? Like mm-hmm. that just that comes off as insane to me. <laughs> have you ever chipper. disliked someone for being too like happy, too positive? Has it ever um, bothered you? Have I ever disliked someone for being too positive? Yeah. No, I have disliked people because they were obnoxious and then them yeah. being ultra positive was like another reason to dislike a them. But no, I never. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm much more likely to stray away from people if they're uh, complaining. Too negative. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if they're just like a negative person. Yeah. yeah, I think that's totally fair. Well, the good thing is you probably don't ever need to talk to that person again. So. It's not like Honestly, they're a co-worker. Yeah, it, it does sound like they are actively avoiding. It's not even that they. My roommate said that he actively keeps us apart. He doesn't plan to play Smart. games with the both of us on yeah. the same night, which is mm-hmm. fine. Like works with mm-hmm. works for me. <laughs> I, I have had friends like that in the past where I've had to strategically plan for them not to be doing certain things with other people. <laughs> Because, ben, do you uh, do you ever like do you frequently or I guess maybe I'll, I'll let me rephrase this question. How frequently do you find yourself at odds with people or in conflict with people? You know, whether they're being rude to you or you had to figure out. I feel like this is turning something. into like me and Steven are like the psychiatrists for Ben in this episode. <laughs> I well, mean ben, this can also be a general panel question. Okay. How often do you find yourself at odds with other people? In some sort of conflict. Someone is being mean to you or you have to argue with them or whatever. Interesting. I actively seek out arguments with people who politically or economically disagree with me. Right. Um, Okay, well, that's very easy to do. You're in a great climate for it. Yeah, like I actively pick fights with people who... uh, support the military industrial complex a person industrial complex people who support uh that you know landlords aren't inherently evil people or the same thing with billionaires right like i pick Mm -hmm. those fights Uh yeah um but uh, other than that like i have found ways to work with most like there is a single type of uh i have found one like how do you even say like one type of person that has shares a set care set of set hmm. set of set characteristics that I don't get along with. Okay. And generally it's people who are like a little bit more aggressive and hold their beliefs really strongly and are unwilling to argue in good faith. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I, so, okay. The answer was how often, um, not very. And yeah. then I pick my fights. Okay. So you're mm-hmm. strategic what about you about guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say very, very rarely for me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like part of this is luck, just pure fortune. I just tend to be surrounded by people who are already positive. And if they are going to be negative, they have no reason to be negative towards me because that's the next part of my situation, which is I am maybe almost um, unreasonably pleasant to people. I am Mm. unfailingly polite. I do not, if if I see there are problems or there are have a strong opinion or disagreeing mm-hmm. with me i tend to just ask them questions about it and keep it to myself right you're also conflict diverse um, yeah very conflict diverse um i choose yeah. my friends very carefully etc right. yeah uh, would you so say if I'm gonna... sorry go ahead 
Oh, I will conclude my statement with if I, if I am going to get into a more heated discussion with somebody or have conflict, I probably know them very well. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that you're like particularly sensitive to conflict? You said you're conflict avoidant. Like, does that like have emotional implications as well? Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I think part of the reason is I just don't see uh, fighting or arguing as productive in any way, um, even if it's to win an argument. Um, so it just I have a distaste for it, I guess, so I want to avoid fair. it. But I'm also, I guess, a pretty sensitive person. I remember the first time someone was mean to me on the internet um, <laughs> after I wrote an article about RPGs. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I remember that. Uh, I, a, a completely unrelated forum to the website I was writing for just tore it apart. And I'm like, I, wow, this, I'm not going to respond to this, but I, this, wow, this feels really bad. Oh, <laughs> I don't appreciate this. And very. you still remember it to this day? How long ago was that? Oh, uh, it was probably like 20. 11 maybe that's insane that's nuts yeah. <laughs> i don't remember what they said i just remember that they were very that they said it yeah they, they, that they said it yeah, but, it, yeah. It's, it's the same thing that they say about teachers like you don't remember exactly what they say but they yeah. you remember how they made you feel <laughs> right yeah yeah pretty much so yeah what about you brother um i mean i'm fairly similar to you i think it's also that i just find contrarian and strange people interesting so if people <laughs> are being like annoying i'm typically the last person in the room to get annoyed with them i'm more like oh this is fascinating this is different behavior let me see where this goes let me ask them questions and poke at yeah. this and i don't i don't get bothered by so my threshold is very high for strange or annoying behavior from people yeah, and I guess I, I guess that makes sense. Like in terms of like you don't immediately see them as like someone that you're at odds with. You see them right. as a as a curiosity. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I see them as interesting. Or I think it, it, it I also helps. Yeah. Whoops, you were talking. I'm just <laughs> saying. I was just saying that I I don't tend to take things personally as a first uh, response to things. I mean, eventually I'll take it personally, especially if the person is making it personal explicitly but i tend to give people the benefit of the doubt possibly for too long um right <laughs> it's it got me, me in some problems so so many occasions of calling you chipper to your face when you finally <laughs> started to push back yeah um i think it also contributes uh at least in from my perspective that yeah. i really have kind of a deep held belief that like there are no enemies like mm -hmm. there is no humans are not enemies with each other we are all kind of connected in some way mm -hmm. and so i'm more interested usually in learning where they're coming from and once you learn where they're coming from and what their conditions have been like and basically their dark backstory yeah then it starts to make more sense and you realize that yeah. listening to them was more reasonable and productive yeah uh, and helps everyone grow more than trying to convince them of of something that they don't want to believe what's the thing that is most likely to trigger you though so for ben it ben what's mm -hmm. the most likely thing that makes you get like you're gonna i guess it's someone holding the political it's you don't it's like, right? it's a it's a lack of empathy it's a lack okay. of empathy and care for yeah. Yeah. humanity people and yeah. that comes in so many different forms it comes yeah. in like oh covid uh, was awful it comes in like oh uh we shouldn't be giving welfare because people are lazy and they don't deserve to eat or be housed. Right. right. Like it comes in a bunch of forms, but it's yeah. a lack of empathy and a lack of empathy yeah. just makes me be like, Oh, like it immediately, like 
my judgment yeah. of that person immediately goes from okay cool like you were someone to interact with to oh yeah you your existence on this planet makes the world a worse place and it is so frustrating that i have to exist co- like coexist with you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think for, i think for me and i i totally i totally get that bit i i mostly uh share that but i think one that might take a take the precedence for me is like a lack of self-awareness from someone of like okay it's it's that someone like holds a deeply deeply held belief and doesn't realize that they are only a limited perspective they don't realize the inherent uh their own inherent limitations as a human and instead think oh because i think this it is universally correct and all the other people are dumb and wrong bad people and i'm a right good person that to me is the most troubling That's thing that I find. Very similar to mine. I, I was kind of phrasing it in my head as like somebody who can only speak the company line. Mm, like mm-hmm. everything that they're saying, you realize is coming from parodying other things they've said or oh, other people okay. have said. Uh, and so yeah, it's well, like, you're a very individual, independent thinking person. You like you do not like contrived true. things or just being part of a group you like okay dumb dumb question and not actually steven i'll let you respond i have a response Mm -hmm. to that whenever you're done i already forgot what i was going to say so you should probably sorry about that (laughs) um do i come across do i come across that way in any way to either of you in either of the ways that you guys described uh i mean first first and foremost i would call you chipper but after that (laughs) um hmm so it doesn't make me mad <laughs> like it doesn't make me angry or want to stop listening to you but you do hold extremely strong opinions now that is a sign to me often of being bought into an ideology too hard if you hold super strong opinions and turn everything towards it but i wouldn't want to say that about you before learning more about your nuanced thoughts about them because we never get super deep so that's kind of what i think interesting i love it yeah, I mean, I'd say with politics, yeah, uh, <laughs> that it has come up. I don't. Again, it's not a it's not a yes or no. Like someone has self awareness or doesn't have self awareness. People can. I find that people around certain topics will fall into that more than others. Um, but I mean, politics is a really common one for people to to like set off my radar on. Um, in terms oh, of sure. just repeating what they've heard. Okay, cool. Thank you. Not Politics. to put you both on the spot. I was just kind of curious because like, yeah, I feel like I could easily fall into that or trigger yeah. those alarms in people with how aggressively I am uh, right. willing to argue about these but things. But you also, <laughs> you, you seek it out kind of for the fun of the debate as well. So I, well, I do so appreciate I, that. It's partially that, but it is more so because I have been on both ends of the political spectrum so yes. aggressively. Right. Um, like I was raised uh, very religious. I yes. would have voted for Trump, right? Like yeah. with all of these things, like there, yeah. was, there was so much. I was raised with this um, uh, hypocrisy built yeah. into how I viewed the world. Right. And to go from that to where I'm at now, where it's like, yeah. oh, like it, people who, anyway, I don't want to make this religious. No, I but totally like, get what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, finish though. Sorry, I thought you were. I, I, I like. Though. I don't want to like actively trigger anyone or or yeah. be rude, but like, yeah. it has been my experience that people who, cl- so I'm going to speak from anecdotal experience sure. that people who claim to follow Jesus are mm-hmm. more likely to be uh, judgmental pieces of crap. 
right. and to not actively be making the world a better place and to be right. selfish and greedy and like mm-hmm. you know like express right. the human condition and then right. feel like they hold a more uh, a moral and moral superiority and high ground right. and then just yeah. speak from that place while they're making yeah. the world a worse place and it just doesn't there's an incongruity yeah. that really bothers right. my spirit i mean what's interesting is that what you express there is the same uh, frustration I expressed that idea of speaking from this place of thinking that you have all the answers and then judging other people from that place. And so I mm-hmm. totally relate with that and see why it, especially given your own personal experiences, why it, why it frustrates you so much. And I also think that, yeah, your point of, I find the people like people who convert from something are often the most ardent yeah, uh, and yeah. zealous people, especially against yeah, what they yeah, converted exactly. from, uh, because they've especially seen because... the nasty underbelly of the thing that they left, uh, and they they come out with a a spidey sense for hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And oh, interesting! Yeah. I think that it can really get under your skin because you've seen what it does to people, and but yeah. then you've you've broken out of the bubble and looked back and been like, that was complete insanity. Yes, <laughs> right. like I must not let this continue in the world. Yeah. I think oh, that's where know, some I, of my. I, oh, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's. I think that's a really good way of categorizing it. Um, and like, I do recognize that. Like, I am way more harsh with people who actively claim to be Christians. Like, if right. you don't claim to be Christian mm. and you say you don't believe in welfare, it's like, okay, cool. Maybe you believe that humans are lazy right. and lazy humans don't deserve to live, but that is actively against what the Bible says. And statistically, if you're against welfare. Uh, you are more likely to claim to be a Christian. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah, just statistically. But anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying your frustrations are specifically with the Christian right. Yeah. With, with, in America. with the way that Protestant Christianity interacts yeah. with, uh, you know, shaping policies yeah. and uh, the way that our economic system yeah. works. Like it's been fascinating me to, to see like, cause I didn't really grow up evangelical. I kind of was around the Christian right, but Catholic circles are kind of subtly different. Um, but it's been really interesting to me to see over the last 10 years, really this mass exodus from the Christian right of people who are incredibly, what would you say, disillusioned and angry with it uh, from their upbringing. And I was always kind of skeptical of it and seeing how much it hurt that, that very evangelical Christian culture hurt people is, is rough. Um, it's just nuts. Like it, 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 I think what it is, it's the anti-indoctrination thing. Yeah. And yeah, so when yeah, I yeah. See, totally. When I see people holding these beliefs mm-hmm. that are just incongruous with the way that the world works, yeah. it's like, okay, like if yeah. you haven't taken time to really look at this, like I cannot stand you like hurting people, right? Like yeah. I cannot stand your lack of empathy and the amount of greed that you show. Right. And yeah. Anyway, I, I, yeah. this this has gone fully off the rails. This super has. Yeah. This mm-hmm. super good has. episode so far. Um, I was going to suggest but, celebrity impressions as a segment, but oh. let's keep going with this. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was just going to say, Ben, that I, I I'm kind of similar in that idea of you know the thing you convert away from is the thing that you become frustrated with because like in my kind of teenage high school years, I was like very, very conservative because my parents are pretty conservative, my dad especially. And so I would listen to talk radio all the time and got super into like that whole world. Um, Mm. And then I was like, oh, wait, the world's kind of more nuanced than I was thinking. And that's a really limiting way to look at things, to just look at the world as this battleground of how do I confirm my views and how do I Mm -hmm. take down the people who I disagree with? And I I think similarly... Once I kind of left that, I now have kind of a sense of like, man, I, I'm kind of sensitive to that and other people 
because it's, but it's something I didn't like it myself. There's, there's something that can happen where when you leave that mm. group or you yeah. leave that worldview, everything becomes a threat because yeah. you're vulnerable without that. Right. In a way, there's a reason you were keeping it. Totally. Yeah. Like, this is how the world works, and I'm on the right side of history. Yeah. Once yeah. you realize, oh, I'm not inherently on the right side of history, yeah. then suddenly you have some choices to make. <laughs> right. You have to confront a lot of things. And yeah. I think many people are unable or unwilling to do that, so they, they double down. Yeah. No, well, it is it fair. is safer yeah. it is safer and easier and less effort to just mm-hmm. hold your beliefs yeah. and to use confirmation bias. Like it takes yeah. so much energy to actually seek out arguments that take down what you're what you think, totally. and it takes so much self reflection. Yeah. And like, it wasn't until like the the systems that I was supporting were actively hurting me in my yes. life, and yes. you know my my ex wife and my child that I was like, yeah. okay. What is happening? You, like, why like, am I really? You were like working for the systems. Your education yeah. came from those systems. Your upbringing. So, like, you were bought in and spilling your blood, set, sweat, and tears into this thing. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it was. It's. It's hard. It. It's, yeah. it's. It was hard and frustrating, and like, it just forced me to reckon with. Okay, like. I was told, yeah, yeah, we don't need to go into it. We have, like, yeah. Like, but there are reasons. There are reasons there that are people reasons, are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's something that I try to, yeah, be empathetic towards. But mm-hmm. I, this is, I think, uh, this is a great example where we might yeah. say, oh, man, Ben's sure being hardcore about his political beliefs today. But then you find out his backstory, and it's like, oh, this all comes from noble right. reasons. Yeah. And, like, he's here for a purpose, and that's worth recognizing. Yep, this is why we don't get well, into fights with people. Anyone want to know about my tragic backstories? Uh, not really. You, oh, you, everything you can, was well, going that was well. going to be my next segment. So. Everything was going well for the first year and a half to three years of your life, and then you had a little brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, we fixed that problem. We're the same age now, so yeah. I don't you guys see I, it. I love it. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I guess we uh. We're not having trouble finding topics today. I don't know. Guys, how. What if that like, was the episode? What if what yeah. if we just stop now? It's twenty five minutes of intense. <laughs> um, like we really went analysis. down some rabbit hole. I don't know why we're having like a therapy session today. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I'm I'm I feel like this is the energy that I've been bringing recently because of okay. what I'm going through in my life. So like, okay. I appreciate you guys coming along. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. I, I, uh, if I, we're doing celebrity impressions, I was just ooh. told recently recently that I do a, a an okay goofy impression. Do it. Oh gosh. Uh oh gosh. Well, you, you, do, oh that's good. <laughs> that mm, that was quite that's good. That's really um, good. Can you wait, can you me... talk a little bit about the evils of capitalism in the voice of Goofy? <laughs> you know what? I I I'm willing to try, but this is going to be garbage. You ready? Okay, yep. <laughs> Oh, when it comes to capitalism, there's the violent threat of poverty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm using this. To, wait, keep going. I'm training my AI voice from this. So it's. <laughs> oh, no, please no. I, I, I don't think I can say anything that I haven't no. actively heard yeah. him say. Right. Yep. Like, so it's so hard yep. to <laughs> extrapolate. Mm-hmm. Wait, you haven't heard Goofy rant about <laughs> I, the evils of. <laughs> believe yeah. it or not, I really haven't listened to many. You really goofy, need to play like, Kingdom sounds. Hearts 3. They get into the. Yeah, into the weeds. Um, oh, I thought they were getting to capitalism. I was like, really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's your best celebrity impression, Stephen? Um, I mean, you tell me. Like, you would know hmm. uh, if I ever did a good one in my life. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have though. 
Have you ever done a good Professor Have you ever Oak. done a Waluigi? Oh. Pro- Professor Oak. You're pretty good at Professor Oak. Oh, okay. Well, I can try to do Professor Oak. <clears throat> I hope you catch a million Pokemon today because oh, I love good. Pokemon. Yeah, that's good. I, I hope like you catch that. a million of them. <laughs> Pokemon. Can you ask me if I'm a boy or a girl? Are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. That's good. Brian, Pokemon. do you have any locked Uh-oh. in the... Wait, wait, guys. Hold on. I I, I think I'm stuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, let me get a drink of water. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's ever an impression I've done or been complimented on. Um, I don't really spend my time practicing are there impersonations. Any, are any mm-hmm. like cartoons mm-hmm. or anything? Oh, sorry, Ben. You cut out. What was that? Are there any cartoons or anything? Well, well you cut out again. Super <laughs> cut out again. That is... Very strange. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, uh, it sounds more me? consistent now. Yeah. Uh, Brian, if you could yeah. voice someone, Ooh. like a, car- oh, a character I, from a video I, game. So we were uh, years ago watching uh, Pokemon anime together, me, Steven, and Abigail were. And so we were like, let's turn on <laughs> subtitles and do the voices. And so Abigail was doing Misty and Steven was doing Brock and I got Ash. I could not, for the life of me, do <laughs> Ash Ketchum. I yeah, think he's bad. voiced really? by a woman. I'm not sure. Yes, but I super couldn't do it. And that would be great I mean, like, if I could rewind and actually be able <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like you are, would be, this would be a situation where we have a man in his 20s trying yeah. to impersonate a woman in her 30s impersonating a boy a of child, 12. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah we're really getting kind of down the of rabbit hole there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be cool. Like, Ash speaks in like a really nasally tone and in the raspy. earlier ones, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like oh raspy. Oh man, and Pikachu! Oh, you're yeah. so much That's, better at it! Oh, oh so gosh. much better. <laughs> oh, I really wish that my Metapod would evolve. He will. Something you like just that. have to become friends with The him. other really funny one is Cameron can do an absolutely insanely good Yoshi. Uh, like oh that's good pitch perfect and so (laughs) one time he was visiting and i got jealous of him so i started trying to do my yoshi and it eventually (laughs) evolved into like (laughs) (laughs) and he's doing like this pitch perfect yoshi and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, that's actually that's my favorite celebrity impression from you actually now that i think about it is is brian attempting to do yoshi (laughs) sounding like (laughs) undead yoshi (laughs) yeah yeah. oh that's gross i love it (laughs) so that's my uh i guess my stories are mostly of failed impressions i don't think i'm choosing the right ones like (laughs) yeah i'll pick these really high japanese characters i'll my voice will be great for that maybe you should work on your thrall from warcraft (laughs) luktar yeah Yeah, that's that's pretty good i like that Oh, man, that's great. Thank you, Stephen. What a great suggestion. I appreciate you bringing that. <laughs> See, that's why it's sometimes nice to not have Cameron here, because he totally would have shouted that down. I can't believe we've never had a segment where we're like given rapid fire impressions that we all have to do and then vote on who did the best one. Like that's oh, an I mean, audio segment like yeah, Taylor really, made. It, I, it's written down somewhere on my computer. Oh, like, gosh. <laughs> like that's, that's actually a good one. I will 100% workshop that and we can do it next month if you guys want to. Like, like, okay. Just come up with yeah. some different ones that are fairly unique. Yeah. You're just going to have to really have a lot because I only know 30% of celebrities. So, well, like um, character, yeah, no, video fair. game characters, stuff like that. Like, we, mm-hmm. we know those. 
Actually, fairly well. Never mind. If I don't know the celebrity, it might be oh, more fun. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like your... Stephen. Stephen, do Sean Penn. Hey everybody! Oh, uh, perfect. This is it's like he's here. It's, yeah. just, it's just like he's just here. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't even know who then that it's is. It's like Stephen. Do Barack Obama. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Barack Obama. It but is one of these days. <laughs> now, we now, have let me to be clear. now let me be clear. Now let me be clear. Oh, Lock Ron Paul's fun to do. Oh yeah, Ron Paul is fun to do. <sighs> all right well that's the first yep. segment everybody okay. i hope cool, you cool. enjoyed the absolute it- whiplash of this episode <laughs> so far <laughs> from <laughs> yes from from like the the nature of of what causes us angst in human relationship to ron paul impersonations we uh we have it all here on the pod mm-hmm. yes i did i did just have a, a topic of conversation i want to ask you guys about it's totally okay. it is kind of random unless okay. someone else has a better idea no uh, let's go i don't Okay, so when you're a child, mm. you get asked your favorite X all the time. What's sure. your favorite animal? Um, what's your favorite color? What's yeah. your favorite subject in school? What's yep. your favorite blah, 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 blah? What's your favorite sibling? Have you? Yeah, what's your favorite sibling? Sure. <laughs> um, Easy answer. Have you had any major shifts from when you were a mm. child to now of mm. things that you like were hardcore? This is my favorite to as an adult it's changed this is a good question once again i mean i don't up beliefs i don't love the power rangers anymore yeah okay well like would you would you have said like the power rangers was your favorite show or yeah yeah. for about a year it was my Uh, life i i remember saying my favorite game the best game ever Mm. made for years was sonic adventure 2 I do not hold that opinion anymore. So I, I also want to know what it was re- what it was replaced with. So if, if Power Rangers was your favorite television show, what mm. is it now? Like of all time? I mean, it's basically the same thing, but probably West Wing. Mm. Okay. Yep. Wait, did you just say that Power Rangers <laughs> and West Wing are similar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just deadpan humor. If you read into the okay. map horror. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then, Brian, if, if not Sonic Adventure 2, what is your new favorite video game? Uh, Outer Wilds. Oh I wow! Think both okay. Grown as people. <laughs> <laughs> Again, same thing, really. But um, no, that's a good example because mm-hmm. that was a time when I remember we would just we couldn't imagine ever yeah. liking a game more than Sonic Adventure Two Battle for the right. Nintendo GameCube. Like right. it was just impossible. Insanely strongly held belief. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'd say, and, what about and, you, Ben? How far? How far oh. down the list is that now? Like that video game. In terms of me, like in terms of in my heart. Um, probably still in the top 30 in terms of, oh, okay. That's practic- dropped a lot though. In terms of practically, do I think this is a great game? Like maybe top 150, like oh, it's, wow. okay. it's, it's yeah. a pretty steep drop. We're being honest here. Uh, so what about you, Ben? Like, I think that a lot of, like most of them have changed the biggest mm-hmm. one there. Is, so there are three, well, well uh, there are three that I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, one that is. One that's really well, I guess short. Probably a f- big one is what you think the best book is, because I assume you would have said the Bible. Um, oh no, I never would have said the Bible. Oh, you never would have because said the Bible. No, yeah, because there's sixty some odd books in the Bible. Oh, you the Bible were an annoying kid that I didn't want to talk to. <laughs> All right, yeah, it was. <laughs> Jeez, you were down the rabbit hole. Oh no. <laughs> I'll list them all. So what my... was your favorite Bible book then? What would you... I'm sure someone had to have asked you that. Yeah, uh, probably I would have said Philippians because oh it's God. safe. Uh, it's I think safe. that as a as an edgy as an edgy 
uh, young married person, I would have said Song of Solomon. And oh my ranked. gosh. Jeez. Um, now at this point, I think it's, uh, it's probably Leviticus because that's where all the problems are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the one you need to most oh, frequently geez. reference. Well, don't yeah. worry. I mean, we, we grew up as classic modern day Catholics where we couldn't have guided you through a Bible yeah. with tabs in it. <laughs> like yeah. we yeah. were clueless. Yep. No, I, I, I knew it front and back anyway. Yep. Uh, but okay. So, uh, the first one was like, my favorite color used to be dark blue and mm. now it's purple. Uh, That's pretty they both close. bring me a lot of joy, but like the fact that it changed is fascinating. Yeah. Um, my favorite animal has changed yeah. three times in my life, which oh. I actually, this is a big deal to me. Uh, okay. I used to love cheetahs. Okay. Cheetahs were the fastest and the sure. so coolest, and I loved them. Yep. And then it became uh, dolphins, or not not dolphins at some point. Uh, it became penguins and then dolphins um, huh. in like junior high and then high school. And right. then as of like two years ago, maybe less, I have selected a new favorite animal, um, huh. and it's the octopus. And octopuses are so cool. Wait, uh, well, I feel An like we're getting octopus garden. By the sea. more and more aquatic as time Maybe. goes on so that's uh, the first thing i'm noticing interesting uh so now that you love octopi i believe is the plural uh so dearly how would you feel about eating one i would be fine with it in the same way that like i've had pet chickens and pet cows and i've eaten them right oh, like, okay so when you grow up there. on a farm it's a it's it's a you just yeah, if they taste That's good and they give you life. protein, can you explain yeah, to me in detail the difference between an octopus and calamari? I cannot. Do you I, like calamari? I can Google it. I, yeah, I like all seafood. There's okay. yet to be a seafood I didn't you, like. Well, no, no. As an animal, does it rank up there with octopus? I think so. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no. Okay. It does not. I don't think I could identify calamari. I thought calamari okay. was something else entirely. Mm. Well, it could be on the subject. Uh, being on the subject of calamari, if I was to say my favorite aquatic animal, yes. I would say <laughs> I would say it's a carp. <laughs> I love you it's guys. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Then the last yeah. the the last favorite that has changed mm. is um superpower. Oh, because like for a really long time, yeah. I thought super speed was the coolest. Well, you like cheetahs, so this all this all fits yeah. together. Yeah, I was. I like now fast. you've been squirting ink out of your tentacles. <laughs> uh, you caught me. That's my favorite. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's teleportation because teleportation is yeah. just better in every sense. It's better than flying. It's better yeah. than super strength. It's better. Nah, than mine is, has speed. always been flying. It will always be flying. Flying mm. is the is the only unacceptable answer. This is one of those no, weird super, soapboxes. Super I will smell argue is the unacceptable answer. I think that could be useful. No, be you'd hate useful it. You'd, than flying. It would no. It would turn I, on you. It, <laughs> Especially wait, if you couldn't anyway, turn it off. Oh well, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> It'd be very distracting. Um, I think we've I'll, talked about this before, Ben. Um, and I don't remember what your reasoning is, and I don't care because you're wrong. That's fine. That's fine. Mm. I like, but like, I will happily okay. if anyone ever wants to know. I will go on my short diatribe on why flying is the only incorrect answer. Do you like, yeah. do you? Do you remember this, Brian? This is really ringing a bell for me. Yes, we have almost certainly had this conversation before. I feel very strongly about it. So, yes. and I have for uh -huh. years. Yeah, and uh, 
Well, I mean, I'm sure he has a nuanced backstory, a reason for believing this. <laughs> right. Yeah, my, my, uh, my like, parents were killed by flying. We're standing on the <laughs> we're, we're standing on the cusp of the rest of the episode here, and I think I'm going to turn from the flying discussion. <laughs> okay. And ask a separate uh, question. Ben, did you ever play with Bionicles? Uh, I had the chicken one. That's that dumb is one. not That's a thing. A... <laughs> yes, Wait, I know okay. what he's talking about. Yeah, okay, you do. What? It's a little circle. The little circle guys, and if you push <laughs> down on their back, they like stuck their neck out like a chicken, and I would go <laughs> like. Uh-huh. Okay. That. So oh. yes, I played with a he's few bionicles. On. Oh, is that and the Borok? Um, like, what is he talking about, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, he's talking about the the bug creatures. Oh. That, and then you like you press yep. the thing on their back, and they go. Burk, okay. Burk, burk, okay. And they flap their wings. <laughs> so glad that you understood me please even thank right. you yeah the the only other the only other bionicle relation that i have is that um they the, in a cereal box they sent yeah. us a demo to one of the bionicle discs for the gamecube yeah and my computer mm-hmm. could play it oh oh wait <laughs> it was one of the mini discs and my yeah. computer like this the disc drive was able to accept that mini disc right yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, yep 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 i, I was that. able to That's play cool. it yeah, I remember those you guys? Things. Were you guys Bionicle kids? Oh, yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked because I recently found a really cool, um, like, YouTube documentary about the creation of Bionicle. Um, and it was fascinating information that I had never known at the time. And it reminded me how great Bionicles were. So I was curious because mm-hmm. you for were around the right who just age. Have, for, if anyone's listening who does just has no clue what this is this is a lego product from the early 2000s 90s kids know what i'm talking about well early 2000s kids also know what you're talking about dang it um (laughs) but it's uh it's under the like technic brand so instead of the normal lego bricks it has like these oh how do you even describe them um construction figures is how lego likes to yeah they're they're more like complicated gears and robot stuff yeah Um, yeah and it was just really cool mythology that they yeah. came out with. It was it was super neat. They were um, they were more mobile but less modular. Yeah, like yeah. you couldn't. Yeah, like you they they had a lot of moving parts, a lot of like ball and socket joints. Yep, more um, action figure like. Yep. Or yeah, very action figure like, and you were supposed to play with them like action figures instead yep. of like Legos. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you search uh chicken bionicle, oh my gosh. Uh, the very first thing that comes up is the thing that I'm talking about. All if right. curious. Vindicated. I stand corrected. And ben has shared this picture, and I will say instantly upon my eyeballs reviewing it, I felt this warm burst of nostalgia. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All I loved the chicken chicken bionicles. Yeah. <laughs> Their official Their eyes are so cool. Yeah. As a visual medium, this is this is wonderful. Yeah, you definitely look it up so you can see what we're talking yep. about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you can just look up Chicken Bionicle. And- oh, we'll put it in the show notes. Don't worry. Sure, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite toy as a kid, Ben? Were you Lego guy, Beanie Babies, Pokemon? Oh, um, man. Batman? How about you guys? How about you guys answer first and give me a second to think about All this? Right. It was Lego, Beanie Babies, Pokemon. <laughs> 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 for the both of you you didn't have like individual favorites oh we no, loved we, did uh, we had plastic for... lightsabers we loved fighting with plastic lightsabers oh, so fun we, those were the best we broke so many of those things i think we actually got pretty good yeah i think our we choreography did. was actually pretty good i'd say in you know for 12 year olds i'd say it was in the upper five percent um <laughs> yeah i mean we would, have, like, we would go at it fast enough to where we could 
I don't know, kind of be at that lightning speed that you yeah. saw, you know, like the, McGregor the actors from the documentaries yeah. about the prequel movies oh, that we watched all thing. the time. The dream to have a giant warehouse and have those like metal practice swords that they had. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, Ben, I've so, given you plenty of time. Yeah. So I had like I had a specific stuffed animal that I liked. Um, uh, it was a Dalmatian named Spotty. Of course it was because mm-hmm. I named it as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have some Legos that I played with. Yeah. But like it was, it, I don't know, man. I loved all of the different toys I got to play with. I don't think mm-hmm. I had a favorite. I okay. loved things that I could build, uh, like that took forever to build. So like, yeah. my grandmother, uh, founded a garage sale, just like a massive bucket of like an electric, um, racetrack, but you uh-huh, could build yeah. it in whatever way. Like it didn't right. have instructions, and so yeah. like you could build it with like loop de loops or up up on the yeah. like you build it up onto the bunk bed and then have it come down. Yeah. And then because it was electric, the thing would spin around super fast. Right. Um and then there's also there was this little robot that you built with coins. You needed like eight dollars huh. worth of coins. Whoa. Um and like it just clipped on and the coins were like all of the pieces. And it was like I loved things that I could like throw That's on an audiobook neat. and yeah. just sit in my room for hours. It was like that or Adventures in Odyssey. And I would just sit and <laughs> listen to stuff while my hands were busy. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a that coin robot sounds fascinating. Um never heard of that before. So um I remembered that mm. I am good at celebrity impressions. Oh. Uh, if you, you go back to the December 1st, 2020 episode of the mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'll find that I was able to seamlessly um, impersonate every SpongeBob cast member. Oh, right. Um, in the intro. Yeah. I still don't remember that. Yeah, you I, can go yeah. back to that. I do really, remember that. A really cool thing that I did, but yeah. Anyway. Can you still do that or did you lose the ability? I mean, I could. Yeah. But why bother? But, we already have it recorded. We have. We already have the evidence. You're not going to so. beat that uh, that performance. <laughs> you know that was the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> so, it was. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, what are we at here on time? Ah, we still got some minutes. time to stall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we, why we do this show, but I'm really glad we do. <laughs> I say absolutely same. We also like if you guys want to call it early, we absolutely can. Hmm. I mean, that's true. Wait, I want to do something first. I wanted okay. to okay. Um, thank Edgar Allen for leaving his comment uh, yes. the last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. It was great because he went back and he answered a ton of the, like, yes. you know, uh, year, what do we call our thing? Uh, oh, the look back new, thingy. The look right? back thingy. Yeah, the yeah. look back thingy. He answered a bunch of his things, yeah. like the TV show he watched, yeah. music he listened to, yeah. uh, like life changes. And yeah. It's just really cool to, like, yeah. I have a little glimpse into somebody who's been listening yeah. since, God, yeah. like since the beginning almost. And like, it was nice having you on, Stephen, to do the uh, the answers for me, um, because many, oh, yeah, was, many answers that I would have had you brought. So, oh right, yeah, like uh, uh-huh. Ghostlight and several others. So that was that was oh, yeah. Well, as of, of oh yeah, go ahead, Ben. Speaking of that episode, uh, I am a little bit more than halfway through Andor. Uh, hmm. I've listened to all of the music that was brought up. Wow. Uh, oh, both wow. by Cameron and Brian. What do you think and, of... Uh, uh, oh, out, go ahead, Ben. 
and Outer Wilds is uh, now on. Like I have now found a way to play it, and it is now <gasps> in my list of games to play awesome. uh, in the near future. We just got another friend to start playing Outer Wilds, and it makes me so happy mm-hmm. every time. Someone. That's our yeah. strongly held belief. We're trying yeah. to convince people of. <laughs> um, but I was curious, what was your, what were your thoughts of uh, Poets of the Fall been as someone who hadn't listened before and just um, listened I, to nowhere? I enjoy it. I. Yep. I need to spend more time with the lyrics in order to appreciate it. Totally. Fair. Um, yep. but like mm-hmm. the music itself, super good. Uh, not, cool. not always my genre. Yeah. Uh, but like whenever I have the energy and it matches the vibe of the yeah. day, I'll go for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting band for me because I don't think I listen to any other band that is adjacent to it in genre. It was very much a one-off thing yeah. where I like heard their music and I'm like, I love this dude's voice so much. And I love this, uh, just their their style of production that i got super into them but i don't really i don't really listen to anything else adjacent so it's a very unique band for me among among my music and i feel the same way like poets is one of my favorite bands of all time yeah uh but i i don't just pop it on in the car while oh yeah it's so atmosphere specific yeah it needs to be the right time in the right place yeah totally yeah see i that that was my experience is i I had it on the background yeah just trying to like accustom myself to it right because that's like how i have to listen to music yeah and uh, i caught some lyrics and i was like what in the world yeah i think i need to give this way more attention and reverence than i'm giving it currently yeah that's that's a good that's a good thought there's a reason poets is in their name they get pretty intricate with their uh which i i love like i love wordplay i love the english language like i am a huge fan of all of that so yeah yeah big big fan from from this guy cool yeah that that's awesome um trying to think anything else yeah if i had any other things i wanted to comment on from that episode Uh can you believe that we've been doing this podcast for like eight years i thought it had been 50 minutes (laughs) 